Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Lifts a long one into the Rangers' zone. Casey Middlestad against Keandre Miller for Alex Tuck with a shot. Scores! Yes, he did! Alex Tuck puts that one in the back of the net at Madison Square Garden with 4.29 to go in the third, and it's 3-1 Buffalo. Alex Tuck giving the Sabres the breathing room they needed. They would then add an empty netter, courtesy of Casey Middlestad, and then Kyle Laposo just putting the cherry on top. 5-1 final. Sabres roll the Rangers, get their 10th win of the season. That goal from Tuck, it's our NOCO play of the game, brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. Welcome in to your Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us. We all saw this coming, right? I think I predicted a 5-1 Sabres win when this all started in pregame. Yeah, coming off of just a disaster in Jersey the other night, Sabres rebound. And, you know, this season, we know the Sabres are not perfect. We know they're still very young. They are not going to uh, be perfect every night. But what they cannot have is prolonged losing streaks. And they're able to get this one right back uh, with a strong performance after not playing great against the Penguins, I guess I'd say. I'll, I'll say an average game against the Penguins with a strong finish. They got a win there. Then they laid the egg in Jersey, but then they come right back. So what ends up being just a, a one-game uh, skid there, and the Sabres respond against the hottest team in the NHL. And they did it in their building against maybe the league's best goalie. So a very, very impressive performance tonight. Sabres win it by a score of 5-1. to one. Middlestat and Tuck coming up big with the offense here as they get in on the second and third goals, kind of the game winner, and then the, the one that lets you breathe a little more that put uh, the Sabres up 3-1 uh, to one with about four and a half to go. So a uh, real impressive finish for the Sabres as they finish strong. You, you know, we, Paul and I were talking during the third period here. Cannot, the Sabres could not sit back. I know that Lukanen was playing lights out and still made some great saves in the third period, but to just let the Rangers just tee off on him and just hope that he can hold it for... 20 more minutes, ideally, uh, is not the best plan. <laughs> His best save of the night came right away, though, to start the third. The stick save on VC. Wow, we thought that was definitely in. He reached back with the stick, got a piece of it, and it just trickled wide. Uh, really, really big save there. Uh, if he scores there early third, it's 2-1 very early. And then, of course, Sabanajad gets that power play goal, which maybe shouldn't have been a power play. I thought that was a weak call on Benson, but nevertheless, 
maybe a makeup call from the week call that was before that. But uh, anyway, because of that save, that Zibanejad goal keeps the Sabres still in front. Uh, and then, obviously, a strong finish offensively. And Buffalo's even had trouble hitting the empty net this year. And uh, Middlestat, I think deservedly so, got it after his strong performance tonight. Middlestat ends up with three points, a goal and two assists. Tuck with two assists. Paterka continues to look very good offensively uh, in the this, in this Sabres win here tonight, uh, where Buffalo wins at 5-1. to one. Um, The offense looks great, five goals, but probably the story for the majority of this game still surrounding Lucan and, and maybe his good play has really, really solidified and can convince now Don Granato and Kevin Adams, look, you've got a hot goalie. We have had three. These guys haven't been playing for more than one game in a week right now because of this rotation. You've got to, you've got to play him now while he is playing his best hockey here. Um, you can let Devin Levi go to Rochester. It's a move that can be made. Again, we don't know officially. Is there something that happened when he signed as to why he hasn't been sent down yet? Uh, and this is not, again, it wouldn't say it's, it's a negative shot at Levi in any way. It's just Lukanen has risen right now to grab a stranglehold of this number one goaltending spot. You've got to play him. If he doesn't play in this next game with still two days in between, um, and they have to go, you know, they go back to Levi, go back to Com- like that's just that's poor, that's poor roster management all around by the coach and the GM if they're not able to make this work for sure. So it seems like the move would be ready to be made. That's an easy one to be made. We know Jordan Greenway maybe has an opportunity to come back on Thursday. Uh, then that roster spot could be moved, moved right there uh, for him with the goalie being sent down. So uh, it seems like it all is kind of lining up that Lukanen right now should be your guy here. And he can play Thursday. And if you want, he can play Saturday in Raleigh. Um, they do have back-to-back with uh, the Hurricanes and the Predators coming up this weekend. So that might be a spot where you'd have to put Comrie in. Uh, but then the Sabres don't play back-to-back again until uh, February, or I'm sorry, December 15 and 16. So you have another while before you have back-to-back again. The, the schedule is tight in the first two weeks of December. Uh, but, you know, ride the wave. Lukanen's been great. The Sabres haven't had a goalie this playing this consistent here in a while. So why not, right? 5-1 the final. We'll be heading to Madison Square Garden to get some locker room reaction here coming up with Paul Hamilton as he is heading towards the Sabres dressing room in this 5-1 win. As we said, next up will be St. Louis coming up on Thursday night. That's an 8 o'clock puck start, and we'll have it, of course, for you right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. With this win, Buffalo gets to double digits now, 10, 10, and 10. I'm sorry, 10, 10, and 2 uh, on the season, 22 points. I'll update you on the standings here coming up shortly. Two goals for Alex Tuck. He's up live first in New York City with Paul. Well, Alex, uh, a huge response for your hockey club. And, and even when they came on, it wasn't for a long period of time. You guys got your game back pretty quick, which, hey, they're a good team. There's going to be ebbs and flows, but it didn't seem like it was that long a period of time that they came on, you guys. Yeah, uh, I thought we played a full 60 minutes, and it's been probably a long time since we've been able to see that. And it uh, felt really good. I think all of, all 20 of us were going tonight, uh, led by uh, UPL, Huge save, save of the year. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, my jaw was on the—I was on the bench, and my jaw was on the floor for 
until I got back on the ice. So it was crazy. And then uh, I thought all, all seven of our defensemen were up in their face, were moving the puck up the ice, were, uh, were connected, were hard to play against, didn't give them any opportunities. And it was a really big bounce back game for them. And then I think uh, all, all 11 of us forwards went out there and imposed our will on the defensemen and really tried to make it hard. And we tried to support a defenseman. Uh, it was it was everyone. Everyone put in a lot of effort. Um, you know what? Uh, we, were, we were a little upset with how obviously the game went in New Jersey. It came out flat. You could make all the excuses in the book, but we had to be better, and we, we responded, and that was big for our group. How important was that to come out? I mean, you guys have points in four out of five, but to get a win against arguably one of the best teams in the NHL or the best in the NHL at this point has to do a lot for the group, I would think. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, not only for our group, but for the league. I mean, it's... We're back to, what, 500 now, and the East is really tight, and you never know what will happen. You win two, three in a row, and you're in a playoff spot. And We're going we're gonna to keep uh, keep crawling back. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep trying to get points and wins, and uh, it's going to take full 60-minute efforts because uh, no team's going to take us lightly. Everyone knows that we're going to be we're a good team, and uh, we're down a few players, but we had some guys really step up and show up, and uh, it was good to see. How big was it early because you were pressuring them, and then the penalty came? And you guys kill it off, but you went right back to your game, pressuring them. It didn't bother you. You guys were interrupted by a penalty. Then you scored. Then Paterka scores and gets you on. How big is that to get right back to your game after the penalty kill? My penalty? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great. It was, uh, you know, um, it was great. It was, it was an unbelievable effort. I thought uh, um, on all of our PKs, I thought we did really well. I mean, obviously, they got the one. Uh, Zabinage, I had to give him a little space. He's going to probably put one in the back of the net. He's going to unbelievable one-timer. So uh, we were a little little off on that face-off. But I, I, I thought we really sacrificed. I thought we had a couple big blocks. I thought we even had a couple of chances, uh, almost a two-on-one there at one point, And we were we were causing trouble for him, I think, throughout the whole night. Five-on-five, five-on-four, and it was huge. So it, it, it continues. To, we continue to try to build off momentum. And I thought tonight we were able to roll over shift after shift after shift and line after line and really keep momentum and keep them on their heels. And... Uh, we gave him trouble all night, so it was a lot of fun to play, and uh, game felt a lot easier than it did against the, the New Jersey Devils, and we were the ones that made that happen. It wasn't anything the other team did, but we, we set our minds to it. We battled, and we worked, and the game's easier, a lot, a lot easier that way. wonder, like, why can't you guys do this regularly? You know what I mean? Like, this, this type of effort, it's not just about goals. It's about the, you know, the rolling the lines, continuing to go. Like, should that be there regularly? You know, sometimes, uh, I mean, you can say it a lot. In a young group, you, you see sometimes that when the game is really going your way and it almost feels easy, and then you let that roll into the next game. I think we have to just shut it down and, re like, refresh the minds and get back to it and get back to what we were doing in the first period tonight the next game and having two days in between games I think it's going to be huge going forward I thought we had an emotional game emotional win against Pittsburgh uh, we held them to only two goals the first two periods and then had a three goal third period and um, we, had, we put a lot of time and effort into that game and uh, having to travel back to back against a Jersey team that was struggling and we knew that they were going to come out and we weren't able to hold them uh, hold, hold, down, hold it down but I thought Tonight, we were able to do it from the drop of the puck, and we have to do it against St. Louis and then against Carolina and on, so, so on and so forth. But I think the two days in between games, which we haven't had in a while, is going to be huge for our group. What kind of process does UPL have in that right now? Uh, he's been uh, steady Eddie. It's been unbelievable, a lot of confidence. I mean, 
you see him calm, cool, collected. He doesn't get any, you know, doesn't get disheveled. Just, you know, what it gives us a lot of confidence to play in front of him. They're able to take a few more chances too, and and even when he comes up with a big save, gives some momentum. We're able to go back down and attack. And uh, you want to sacrifice for a guy that's playing that well too. It's it's unbelievable to see, and um, he's going to continue to keep growing. He's a young kid, and it's been great to see his confidence grow and. Uh, his, his process, he's honing in his process on and off the ice, and uh, he's, he's rolling with it, and we'd love to see it. Thanks, Alex. Alex Tucker on the post game, and oh, let me just walk over to Ugo Pekka Lukin in here. Ugo, obviously, you looked like you felt very comfortable, but your whole team felt looked comfortable today. It was, it was just a totally different game from the other night. What was different for everybody? I think everybody's you know playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulders. I think uh, it was good bounce back from Jersey. Uh, it was really impressive how well they started started the uh, the game, and uh, you know they they are a good team, and uh, you know you have to respect that. But uh, even though you respect that, you still have to you know um, know know that we we can be better than them. So. I think we uh, started off really well and, you know, kept it going the whole game. From your perspective, Uko, what did you think about the way the group handled the Rangers' push in, in the second period, really, when they started to pressure more on the forecheck and tried to create more? Uh, really good. I, you know, uh, even though they had some shots and chances, I, I think it was an easier game than what it looked like. I, I think we, uh, even though there were some rebounds, I think we were boxing out well. We were clean, cleaning those up uh, really well. So. Overall, uh, I think we were really solid defensi- uh, defensively today, and uh, yeah, it was a good game. How did the paddle save develop from your perspective? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's you know, sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. You know, you kind of try to follow the play as, as long as you can, and you know, this time it hit the stick. So happy about that, but um, you know, I, I will not be you know trying those uh, in the near future. Uko, <laughs> how how big is this to play? They were the best team in the league coming into this game, and to be able to put an effort like that, even in the third, I think you mentioned it when you got outshot, you didn't necessarily get outplayed. And you know what? What, what, what does it mean to this group to be able to play the best team in the league like that in their building? It means a lot, uh, you know. Especially as I said, after coming from Jersey, coming to play the you know best in the uh, best team in the league, uh, and showing how good we can can be is uh, it's, it's really big for us. And you know, it's. Uh, no, it's important to kind of build from here. Uh, that's been the, kind of the biggest problem. It's like we haven't been uh, able to patch, you know, a uh, couple of good games together yet. So, you know, kind of keep the momentum going uh, to the next game. Thanks, Uko. Thank you. Uko Pekka Lukin in on the post game, And I think JJ. JJ? Thanks, Uko. You got a second? Sorry, <laughs> JJ Paterka here, and uh, JJ, talk about the effort, if you wouldn't mind, uh, throughout the whole game for the team, the way the team came through, and even when the Rangers had a push, you guys were able to get back to your game pretty quickly. Uh, talk about how how you guys came back from the other night. Well, I think uh, we just wanted to bring way more intensity and wanted to play a level we can play, and obviously the other night wasn't wasn't our game and we we knew that we uh, looked at the video and then uh, today we we want to come out hot how challenging was it to watch that video what was that process like for you guys i'm sure it wasn't easy yeah well i mean we all knew that uh, that that wasn't like a really good game so um yeah i mean uh, sometimes uh, you gotta watch it and uh, see it maybe again to kind of like analyze it a little bit more but um we knew that uh, we gotta take like more steps here what's the key to, to string to start string wins together um and get that win streak that you guys haven't been able to put together yet 
Um, I think just preparation. I think we gotta just prepare better for every game. Um, we can get down every game. Like that's, I think that's killing us kind of like in the past. Um, always playing from behind. So um, I think just being more concentrated when we get out of the locker room. Uko made plenty of viral stick save, incredible plays tonight. What was it just like from your perspective seeing him stand on his head? Yeah, he, he played unreal tonight. I think um, even when we didn't defend, didn't defend wall, um, he like somehow like got a stick on there or his pad. So that was crazy. And it's uh, it's always good to have someone like that uh, back when you know like he's able to make those saves. You got outshot in the third period, but did you ever feel like you were in trouble with the way you guys were playing? No, I mean uh, I think they they got some momentum right after when they scored, but um, I think we responded good. Um, we tried to get more pucks deep, uh, kind of like work them low, um, like we did in the first, and it worked out pretty well. Thank you. Back with, with UPL all the way to the Rochester days. What is it about the way he works that's allowed him to keep growing and growing? And growing? I think just like in practice. I mean, he's he's always competing. Um, even like me, we have like a little competition always going on, <laughs> uh, dating back to Raj. So that's that's actually kind of funny. So yeah, I think just uh, his mentality to to uh, get better every day. Work hard in the gym, work hard uh, on the ice, go there early. So I think just his work ethic overall. Who's winning the competition? <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> JJ Paterka on the post game, and Brian, uh, we won't go to Rasmus Dahlin. He's doing a Swedish interview, so I don't think you'll understand it. So we will wrap it up here in the locker room, and we'll be back with Don Granato. All right, beautiful. Thank you, Paul. JJ Paterka there. Before that, Lukanen. And uh, before that, Alex Tuck. Those are our blue and gold locker room reports brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org slash WGR. Brian Colsey with you here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. 5-1, Sabres beat the Rangers. They go to 10-10-2. We'll get scores and a standings update coming up here in just a little bit. Now... To me, you know, there's excitement in what you saw from Lucan. And if there's been any part of the Sabres game this year that if you have said, you know, it's been semi-consistent or been able to, you heard in all those interviews, how they can build off of it. Can they get, they can string, can they string some games together? Well, I think the one thing that they can say that has been consistent here, I think it's been Lucan's play. I mean, he hasn't been perfect, but... From his first start to now, you might say he's been the Sabres' most consistent player. Now, I might argue Darlene, you know, but he, you know, he handles the puck so much. He's going to make mistakes. Uh, Paterka's been really good. Middlestad's been really good. You know, I'll put Lukanen right there in the conversation of kind of first quarter players on the positive side of things. You know, we could make a list of things that have not gone well. We know that, and there's, you know, there's quite a list there. But, you know, if I was going to say now, okay, in the first quarter of the season here, what has gone well, what, who has been consistent. If I was going to pick individual players up front, I'd probably put Paterka and Middlestat as my top two forwards. Uh, you know, Darlene has just been amazing defensively. Uh, I think he's been good. And Ryan Johnson, a nice surprise, has been, uh, I think, getting better and better every game, and we haven't noticed him making any mistakes. And then Lucan in goal, for sure. Uh, he's been great, outstanding tonight. He had to play great. Uh, I know you look like, well, the Rangers won 5-1. Or, I'm sorry, the Sabres beat the Rangers 5-1. He only faced 26 shots, but there were some high-quality opportunities for the Rangers. You know, you heard Tuck say the save of the year on VC, that paddle save that he got with his stick when he reached back. Really, really impressive stuff there. There were some big-time saves, and the Rangers have 
some all-star caliber players on this team. Uh, Panarin and Zibanejad, uh, we know right at the top there, those are guys that just normally kill the Sabres. And, uh, you know, obviously other than one power play goal, they kept him in check really, really well. So good to see there. Now, can they build? It's nice to talk about a good game, and it's nice to talk about a win against a good team. The Sabres have had wins against good teams they've here. They shut out Colorado. They had a nice win there. They've, you know, they've beaten teams like Toronto. Um, they've, you know, gone toe-to-toe with Carolina. Uh, they've gone toe-to-toe with, with uh, at least New Jersey the first time. Um, they've beaten Tampa. So, I mean, now, can they keep it going here uh, and win three of your next four after this and not just lose your next two and then you're right back to what was us and, you know, there's injuries and well, there's inconsistencies. Um, a big piece of it to me is getting this roster set. This is now, what, the third straight game the Sabres have played with 7D that they've gotten either a win or points in. So who knows if Don Granato is going to be tempted to do that more. I would maybe want to lean away from it. But, um, you know, it worked obviously tonight, the makeup. All right. Uh, we may have Don Granato here coming up shortly, so uh, we'll stay tuned for that here. Again, St. Louis is next on Thursday. But now here's Don Granato live in New York with Paul. Um, with that kind of an effort, uh, especially with what happened the other night and the way your, your team played, you had to be proud of that effort. Very uh, happy. We spent uh, a lot of the last uh, 40 hours or whatever it is talking about competing, and, and uh, I felt our guys were much better in that area tonight. When it came, did you just did you like the way that they just stuck to getting pucks deep and, and playing a simple game against a team where you have to do that? Yeah, you, you, you know, in this league, you have to stick to a game plan. You have to have uh, consistent uh, structure, and I thought, we were dialed into that a um, little bit, um, much, much more dialed in on that, obviously, and, and, and less uh, about uh, maybe individual skill or, or making a fancy play. So uh, something we need to hit the repeat button on it. I think our guys, uh, you get a feeling like this after a game, it, uh, it's ended for, for more of the same. In the third, you have two games like you've had the last two, two opposite ends. Is tonight become a reminder of the identity? That you have and the identity with which you need to play on a daily basis, without question. Um, I mean, obviously you have you're coming in here on a little bit of rest. You're coming in here with a, with a bitter taste in your mouth, knowing you you played poorly the other night. Um, so again, that that helps you dial in, and it's you gotta. It's a, this league is a grind, as you, as you know it, and you've got to you've got to learn to grind and be willing to grind, and that's a big, big, uh, big, big. Anybody who wants to be successful has to do that in this league. And um, you know, this was good tonight. We gotta, we gotta grind our way to make sure this happens again and again. Dan, you got outshot in the third, but did you, other than maybe the two minutes or so after they scored, did you ever really feel in trouble? There, were, there were moments there. They came at us pretty hard, but I liked the way our guys were responding. Even their feel on the bench, their, 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 their talk on the bench. They stayed assertive. They stayed aggressive. We didn't back off. Um, Upi was great through the whole game. He he actually told the players thanks for making it easy on him. <laughs> Believe it or not, after the game, so um, uh, we all got a laugh at that one. But he he was great, and yeah, the confidence was there. I think the guys believed in the work they were putting in and uh, had greater conviction as a result. Um, Luke and just that sick save he made. Rob Ray called it hashtag like on the broadcast. Just what was your reaction to seeing it in real time? Well, he he you know just. He, you could see he's in the zone, um, and uh, you know when that's—he's a big man to begin with. But you know, you show athleticism, intelligence. He's shown a lot of growth. It's—it's it's fun to watch. Does it, 
So wouldn't like this make it feel like it, the way you guys want to feel like it's repeatable? I know you have to do it, but like you didn't skill your way to a win, you didn't fluke your way to a win. You know, it was like 60 minute effort. Does it feel like okay, this is repeatable? We can do it. We can do it this way. Uh, it is repeatable. Uh, whether we repeat it or not is the challenge, um, and, and that's the quest. And again, it's the quest for everybody and, um, in, in, in the league. You, you've you've got to be willing to grind it out and out compete the other team. I, I, I you know. It's a 5-1 game. You can say that game, the margin is slight, man. I mean, the, the, that game, even though it was at 5-1, that team is pretty damn good over there. And, and uh, you know, you, you make your breaks, and you got to get breaks to win. you got to get breaks, but you got to make them. you gotta, you, you got to work. And um, there's some nights that doesn't quite work out for you. But competing is, is if you don't have that, you'll get run right out of the league. I know you mentioned that you stress compete to the group. Did you do that through, through video? How, how did you sort of deliver that message over the last 48 hours? Well, we had lots of uh, very easy video to demonstrate uh, areas we could be better at that fit that. Uh, and, you know, you, the video is like looking in the mirror. So if you couldn't see yourself and see what you're doing wrong, um, and I, these guys have been good at when they do see themselves, correct. Sometimes it's harder to see until they, till they, the subtleties of what that means, um, how you can compete harder, or maybe stop on pucks or you know, accelerate through traffic, whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, video does help. We had plenty of video between the games. All the signs that you've seen from Lucan in these last really six, six starts, six appearances, does that really start to convince you maybe, maybe to give him a run here and, and let him get into a groove now that he's feeling good about his game and showing a lot of promises? He has, uh, yeah, he's been outstanding. And, and obviously, um, you know, you were coming in the year, we didn't. You know, there's no hindsight of guys that haven't been in the league long enough, and you're starting to get something. And he's absolutely trending toward uh, toward that. He's, he's done very well. Don't want to put too much on his plate, obviously. Um, but uh, you know, he's he's his daily habits and daily routine. He's a very consistent person. So um, you know, the signs of continual progress. Um, you know, the, the, the reasons for continual progress he's demonstrated and. Uh, we like that. I, I certainly don't want to wear him out, but uh, when he's ready to play, he's, he's proving that uh, at this point he's, he's in a good rhythm. Don Granado in the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, there is Sabres head coach Don Granado complimenting UPL, but not, I would say, fully all in with the we don't want to wear him out, uh, we want to keep him fresh. That wasn't, I guess, the. There was nothing negative with the answer, but. Uh, wasn't the official answer I was hoping for. Let's bring Paul back in here quickly from MSG. Well, Paul, obviously, Lukanen still ends up being the story in this game, even though they won by four. Um, just some monster saves, including that highlight reel one that I'm sure will uh, be all over social media tonight, the one with the stick. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be number one in Canada. <laughs> it might even yep. make number one on ESPN. Uh, I know hockey doesn't always get a lot of play on their plays of the day, but... Uh, yeah, that's just one of those saves. Uh, I remember Martin Barone made one like that against the Philadelphia Flyers, I believe. Uh, so, uh, you know, he, he, you know, when a goalie does like, like that, that's almost like their signature save in their career. And uh, certainly uh, it sounds like that maybe he's going to start getting some play as the number one goaltender here with Don Gardano's last answer there. And he deserves it, and he should be. I mean, he right now is undisputably – the Buffalo Sabres number one goaltender. And if that's the case, let's go back to what we talked about earlier. Uh, why not? 
send your young goalie to Rochester and let uh, Lucan and Comrie handle this for a while. I think they both are very capable of handling this right now. Yeah, I mean, you'd be crazy not to to want to see more from Lukanen, and if Levi, if that means that Levi sits, that's a good thing in the sense that Lukanen's playing so well, you can't take him out of the net. So how can you have positives for both? It is, Paul. It, because you're able to send him down, it actually, it, it's not necessarily going to stop any development for him. He's going to get games. In fact, that's probably the best thing he needs right now is just more and more games. But at the same time, you can take advantage of the fact that you've had a guy really rise up and grab the job. And what has Don Granato talked about many times? You know, they're here to win right now. The development stage is over. It's the next stage now. And it's a stage that you need to find ways to win. And who gives you your best chance to win? Well, I think you or I or anybody else who's been watching the Sabres every game can answer that question easily. You know, right now, Uko Pekka Lukanen gives your team the best chance to win. Now, you got to watch fatigue and all that. Uh, you know, you got to be able to, and that's where the sports science people will come in. And help out that way, but he certainly deserves, especially as you mentioned, to be in the net against the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Paul, so often against some of these good teams, when the first one goes in, all of a sudden then the Sabres just can't handle those final minutes. When Zibanejad scores to make it 2-1, there's still 12 minutes left. And it did not at all, at least, you know, you're in the building, you have the better feel maybe than I would from watching it on TV. It didn't feel like there was that panic like we've seen in the past. And then, if anything, in the final you know five minutes, they obviously finished it. They put the nail in the coffin. They got three goals. Uh, that's something that I'm sure has got to be a positive sign for Don Granato from his club. Well, give him credit because, yeah, this building was electric after the goal by Zibanejad to make it 2-1. to one. I mean, they were screaming. They were ripping the roof off the place. So, you know, the Sabres, that's intimidating. It can be to some youngsters, and the Rangers came at them. You know, they, of course they are. I mean, this is the best team in the National Hockey League. You know they're going to give a push. That The push came. What did it last for? Three to five minutes maybe, and then the Sabres got their game back. That's what you have to do. That's what good teams do. You're going to get pushes against you. Okay. How do you react? And I think they reacted very well. Did they get outshot in the third period? Yeah, they did. But I never sensed, other than a little bit after that goal, that they were in trouble. Did you? I mean, I didn't think they were no. in trouble. Sure, sure, they got outshot, but I didn't think they were in trouble at all. I thought they still were confident in what they were doing, and they were defending pretty well. You know, once they got through that stretch where the Rangers came at them, they started defending pretty well again and getting pucks out, making the right play. Even if you had to lift it and put it in the neutral zone, nothing wrong with that. Guess what? You're not turning it over at the blue line and having them come back at you. You know, and, and a couple of those tuck, you know, the, the, the wingers were taken off and some of those pucks in the air, the Sabres were getting to. Tuck got a couple of them. Paterka got a couple of them. And, uh, you know, they were still hard on pucks getting into the offensive zone and it paid off into some goals. All right, Paul. Well, I know lots more we could probably talk about from that third period, but uh, a strong finish. Lukanen, very good. Uh, the team's going to come home, right, before they go to St. Louis, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, team will be home tonight and then uh, leave on Wednesday for that Thursday meeting in St. Louis. Okay, Paul, have a safe trip back, and uh, we will chat on Thursday with the Blues and the Sabres. Okay, take care, guys. All right, great. Paul Hamilton at Madison Square Garden. Sabres outshoot the Rangers 39-26 to in the 5-1 victory.
All right, for all of our local affiliates at this time, we're going to say goodnight to you. If you want to keep listening, you can go to WGR550.com. And for all of you on our flagship on WGR, more Upstate Honda Dealers postgame coming up. Sabres beat the Rangers 5-1. to one. I'm Brian Colziel. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Sends it ahead. Gustafson in on the rush. Pass across. Oh, my Lord. How did he make that stop? Lukanen got a piece of it. The net was wide open. UPL delivered on that one, and the Sabres come up to center ice. Save of the year. I know officially my sponsor sheet says save of the game, but. I think TJ. 2023 only has. 34 days left. Am I okay to say save of 2023 for the Sabres? I think we're okay with that. All right. Save of the game. It's the year. Brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. See your all the, the all-new exciting Honda lineup. Visit your local upstate Honda dealers today. Welcome back here to the postgame. The upstate Honda dealers postgame show. 5-1 Sabres win. 10-10-2 is their record. We'll update you uh, on the standings and get you the scores coming up. If you want to get on board with a call, this is the segment to do at 803-0550. We'll get to some calls in a moment. But let's get to the highlights from the third period. Sabres just giving up a goal disadvantage on the power play. Uh, but here's where they pull back away with just 429 left to go in the game. Middle stat setting up Alex Tuck for his second of the night. Lifts the long one into the Rangers' zone. Casey Middlestat against... Keandre Miller for Alex Tuck with a shot, scores! Yes, he did! Alex Tuck puts that one in the back of the net at Madison Square Garden with 4.29 to go in the third, and it's 3-1 Buffalo. Tuck with his eighth, second of the game, middle set and power set him up, 3-1 Buffalo. And the Rangers pull a goalie. Sabres take advantage, Casey Middlestat getting a well-deserved empty net goal. Sends it down to the corner. Kreider back to Panarin. Skinner with the steal at the line. He'll get it out to center. Now race to an empty net, and the race will be won by the Sabres. Casey Middlestad into the empty net with 1.31 to go in the third. 4-1 Buffalo at the Mecca. Yeah, Madison Square Garden quiet, and people were filing to the exits after that goal. Middlestad's fourth from Skinner. And then for some fun, Kyle Oposo says, don't forget about me, three straight games with goals. He scores with under 10 seconds to go. Victor Olofsson to the far circle with a shot. That is blocked. Sabres keep it in. Yoki Haru. Far circle. One timer scores! What a shot from Kyle Oposo at the far circle and quite the feed as well, I might say, with 6.7 seconds to go. Oposo's third from Yoki Haru and Olofsson at 19.53 officially. 5-1 Buffalo the final, and that's uh, our final score. Let's get our final stats in before we head to the phones. Brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Shots were 39-26 in favor of Buffalo. Sabres 0 of 2 on the power play. Rangers 1 of 3. Lukanen gets the win with 25 saves. Shesterkin the loss with 34 saves. Three stars are all from Buffalo. Middlestat, star number three. Lukanen, star number two. Alex Tuck, star number one. 
Some really good performances tonight from Tuck and Middlestat. I liked Paterka's too, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and make Lukanen tonight the electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town Ford. When you think Ford, think Town Ford. All right, let's uh, grab a call here. We'll start it off with Brian in Williamsville. Hi, Brian. You're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Yeah, I liked what Alex had to say tonight. He said everything he should say as a leader in the locker room, even if it's not laying a letter on his chest, I consider him one. I do think you could say he's been one of the better players um, besides the ones you have listed on this team. I also would say I don't know if we can put um, Levi down because I don't know what the contract looks like, but if it says we can't, then we are stuck with three goalies, and then you might have to consider someone like a Bryson or someone like that caliber player to go down that may or may not be claimed on waivers. That's the one I probably would lean towards. All right, thank you. Yeah, I think you know Bryson could be waived. The Sabers have defensive depth now with how Ryan Johnson's really step up. They're obviously not really willing to think about scratching uh, Connor Clifton, at least as of this moment, even though, you know, at this, I guess at this juncture, you'd say he's defenseman number seven. Clifton tonight played 11-24, the least amount amongst, well, no, Ryan Johnson actually played last 7-53. Connor was second lowest on this team here, but yeah, I, I think the easy move is, look, you don't want Levi to sit. If there's one thing with his early development here is that we need him to play. Well, right now, Lucan is playing better. So you can kind of have both. You can have Levi play. I'm playing Rochester. If he goes down there and dominates, well, then great. You can bring him right back up then. Fine. Have him go down there, play as much as he can physically, and ride Lucan as much as you can right now while he physically is able to without burning him out. So I, I think you can have both. Other stats here. Tuck. How about this? Eight shots for Alex Tuck tonight. Paterka had six. Tuck with eight. Darlene, as always, leading a nice time. Uh, I take that back. He did not lead a nice time. It was power tonight, 25-01 that led the way. Actually, Darlene didn't even get to 20 minutes. Surprising, 1959. They're right next to each other, 25-26. So it looked like, as soon as I saw the 25 minutes, I'm like, oh, that's Darlene. Actually, no, it lines up with power. So he led the team in ice time tonight, 25-01. The attendance at MSG was 18,006. Sabres will next play on the road in St. Louis Thursday, 8 o'clock. We'll have the pregame show at 7 right here uh, on WGR. That was our Serve Pro first response from the fans. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Lundsey responds first and faster to any size disaster. You can always, of course, send me tweets on Twitter uh, at BrianWGR. Uh, you can do so on Twitter there after each and every game. Um, Richard says, we still, though, are talking about compete for 18 to 34-year-olds. Also, we're 22 games in. How come we never question him on that? Well, there's different ways of asking about compete, for sure. Um, Let's see here. David, in response to Granado, (laughs) saying we need to hit the repeat button on that. David says, yes, exactly. Uh, Patrick says, if the Sabres are a serious organization, they'll send Levi to Rochester tomorrow. Right? Duke says, Uko, Pekka, sweetie, it's okay to go a little sicko mode as a treat. <laughs> in response to UPL saying that he's not going to try to do that paddle save anywhere uh, in the I love future. That. That's a great, <laughs> that's that's a a great one. one right there. That is really, really good. <laughs> uh, Ryan says, I hope they ride UPL here for a while. I would agree. 
Uh, Brian says, play that way all the time. It shouldn't be this hard. Just play your game, boys. Aggressive forechecking is your game. Okay. And, you know, we have to read this tweet that came in. Howard Simon says, a terrific bounce back win for the Sabres. You bring Howard in on the post game. You know, the level of the post game just rose to all new levels, TJ, right? We're archiving that one. Easily our, our best caller here on the station is Howard. No question. Or our best listener. That's for sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We, we now call him what? WGR contributor, right? Still does. He can. Howard. Howard if picks he wants the bills, he still writes. For what he wants us to call him, I, I'm open to suggestions. That's right. It, I, think, he, I think it's, it's I think his contributor is a, is a good it's word. His That's right. I don't know. And, right. If Howard ever wants to call in on the post game and give us his Sabres hot take, he jumps right to the top of the line as soon as he calls in, right? <laughs> I love it. I love the idea. I know. I agree. All right. Take a timeout. When we come back, scores, and then we'll update you on the standings. Did the Sabres move up at all? with their 10th win of the season. That's coming up here as we roll on on the Upstate Honda Dealers post-game show. 5-1 Buffalo over the New York Rangers. More coming up in a moment. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Alex Tuck, look out from behind the net. It's stripped, and Eric Johnson is... The one who eventually comes up with that puck is VC couldn't do anything with it. Hit of the game. Dan Dunleavy on the call. It's our Clinton Collision hit of the game. Clinton Collision, we're there when you need a repair. Welcome back here to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. I'm Brian Colziel, 5-1. Sabres beat the Rangers. Blues coming up next. We'll preview that game in just one moment. But first, we've got to check the scoreboard. Scores from around the league brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want some ribs. How about this? Not only uh, an upset, I guess you'd say, with the Sabres winning in New York tonight. Columbus beats the Bruins 5-2. What would a two-team parlay have played tonight on the money line? Columbus and Buffalo? What do you think, TJ? That would have been a nice payout. That's got to be like a plus uh, six or 700 situation there. Yeah, that would have been a nice one for sure. Florida, big night from Sam Reinhart. He scores twice. He's up to 15 on the season now as the Panthers shut out the Senators 5 to nothing. All right, game's going on right now. Second period, halfway through the second in Colorado. The Avs have a 3 to nothing lead on the Lightning. End of one in Calgary. Vegas up 1 to nothing on the Flames. And a 10-30 game, Capitals and Sharks, of course, not yet underway. To Monday Night Football. And if you watch the Sabres tonight and now are turning on the game, you realize you've missed nothing. All field goals. Chicago, nine. Minnesota, three. Yuck. 13 minutes to go in the game. Josh Dobbs, quarterback for Minnesota, 93 yards passing and three interceptions. On the other side, Justin Fields, not much better 155 through the air but yes all field goals 9-3 13 minutes to go in that one in Minnesota so if you're looking for something to watch here don't expect excitement in that Monday night game yeah 9-3 Bears early fourth quarter for Minnesota that would be a bad loss for the Vikings if uh, they don't come through on that one somebody finally figured out Josh Dobbs that's right Josh Dobbs. Who would have thought? All right. 
Let's go to the standings now here. Standings look brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. Okay, with the win, Sabres go to 10-10-2. 22 points for all that this season has brought. Inconsistencies, injuries, they're one point out of what would be the final playoff spot held by the Leafs. How's that make you feel? Guess I'd say okay. Okay until I look at games played. Oof. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Toronto has three less. The Capitals, who are tied with the Sabres, have played five less games. Yeah, the games played column, TJ. That's a stinger. That's a, sorry, that's a I stinger. didn't want to be that, that guy, but you got to nope. look there. So then you go to points percentage, and the Sabres, well, no one would still go ahead of them, but then they're quite a bit behind some of these other teams. You're right. Yeah, it, Buffalo's always usually the team with games in hand. Not so to start this year. Yeah, it's Tw- very rare. Only Columbus has played more than them to. in the entire East. I know, it's weird. When is that Sabre break coming? I mean, December looks absolutely jammed on the calendar. I don't know. Well, I guess it's the whole legal catch-up here at some point. But, uh, well, at least if you look at the points, it'll make you feel better. There's only one out officially, if that's how you want to spin it. There's a look at the standings. The injury report is next, and it's brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Well, Jordan Greenway, if he's ready to go on Thursday, which maybe could happen, that means another forward goes in. Does that mean Kulik gets sent back down? Roseanne did not play that much tonight. His numbers, uh, he played 6-14, no shots, no points, took one face off and lost it. So, you know, it has, hasn't been that noticeable. Uh, I'd like to give Kulik at least another shot at some point here, if that even means the next game. But uh, 11 forward 7D is what they went with tonight. If Greenway's not ready, how about maybe go back to the 12-6? I bet you, though, Don Granato won't because they won tonight and played great. So maybe he'll keep it. But nevertheless, uh, that's the short-term injury. Long-term injury, you've got Gergensen's on IR. uh, And, of course, Thompson and Quinn still out uh, at least a month at this point. So there is your injury report. 5-1 Sabres the final. And at that point, I think we have put a wrap on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. We'll put a wrap on it here for you. I want to thank our crew, TJ Luckman, our network producer tonight, Kyle Powell on our social media, and our game story. Check it out, WGR550.com. Tom Maddy is our engineer. Chopin the Bulldog, we're on the pregame. Paul Hamilton is our reporter. And for our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. I'm Brian Colziel. Again, the final from Madison Square Garden. Sabres 5, Rangers 1. Enjoy the rest of your night. If you're living in the south towns of the southern tier, stay safe if you're out on the roads with all that snow coming in. Thanks for being with us tonight. We will talk again Thursday. Sabres and Blues from St. Louis right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 